following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this April the 1st, 2023. April Fools, no fooling you here. We're here live on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live, uh, April 1st, uh, 2023. Thank you for making this part of your morning each and every morning uh, here on 1420 in the morning. Today's show is brought to you once again by our newest sponsor, the Belly Up Network found us, the uh, Caldera Lab. It's, uh, it's skincare products for men. We'll get into a little bit of a read later on, but it's 20% off the men's personal hygiene products today. Go to Caldera Labs and pick up some stuff to get that youthful exuberance back in your back in your face, back in your uh, in your whatever, the back in your face once again. Get rid of those wrinkles, those early morning uh, cobwebs. Get those shaken off at Caldera Labs today. Anyways, uh, opening day came and went on Thursday with the, my New York Yankees having a, a banner day. They they won five nothing against the San Francisco Giants in a game that took just under two hours and uh, just over sorry just two two and a half hours. 233, I think it was. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a great baseball game. Uh, yes, the, the home team won, so that's always a good thing on opening day. It's what you like to see, root, root, root for the home team and all that stuff. Uh, they And they did 5 nothing. Aaron Judge in his first swing as the uh, the captain, which you guys know I think is the most ridiculous thing in in baseball. You don't need a captain in, in the game of baseball. Uh, they don't even have a C on the guy's jersey, so it's that's my we'll, – we, we talked about that a thousand times. Uh, uh, on on face on 1420 in the morning and on our 1420 show with Dave. But uh, anyways, Aaron Judge with his brand new contract, a home run, his first at bat, straightaway center field. It was a bomb. Uh, you got you get thinking a little bit how how the, this whole thing might have turned out not that long ago, back in November, when Aaron Judge was being wooed by many suitors around the league. The the most so being the San Francisco Giants, who offered him a large chunk of change, and the San Diego Padres. Obviously, we've talked about that as well. But you wonder how that all would have turned out on opening day. If Judge was uh, in the third base dugout during and on the third baseline during the uh, national anthem on opening day, compared to wearing Yankee pinstripes, how that all would have turned out, and how the Yankee, Yankee faithful would have been on opening day towards Aaron Judge, it kind of makes a, a guy wonder where, where the loyalty stands. I think it would have been with with the Yankees. Me and Dave talked about that the other night that the uh, the, the jerseys don't matter a whole bunch. It's uh, it's it's the jersey, not the, I mean the name on the back compared to the name in the front. The, uh, the 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 team that you follow the team, not the player, because players come and go year in year out, no matter what. And you wonder how that all would have turned out with Mr. Aaron Judge on opening day. But nonetheless, he was there. He is a Yankee for the next nine years. Good game. But like, let's talk a little bit about the uh, how the game itself went. And it's uh, a little little disheartening, I guess, one way to put it. Uh, 32 strikeouts. Both teams struck out 16 times. That's a lot. And if baseball thinks that uh, speeding the game up is going to have that, it, it wasn't exciting. There, there wasn't a lot of action. Yeah, Volpe had a stolen base on his first opening day for the Yankees. But you wonder if, if this is what baseball wants. Is it a constant uh, uh, a constant parade of guys just striking out, swinging for the fence, doing that? And that's I think that's the bigger problem in baseball and not the game's taking too long. It's the lack of action in a game with that many strikeouts and this it's the uh 
it's the all or nothing mentality that baseball has and the analytics guys have. I get it to an extent that you don't want to give out, give, give outs away. And one swing of the back can change, can change the score. Uh, you can you get guys on, on and getting guys on base and playing small ball. Yes, it does work to an extent. There has to be a fine line some, somewhere in between with guys just going all, all or nothing, having Josh Donaldson strike out three times. I shouldn't just pick on him because DJ LeMay, he, I think he had a he had a, a one for four day with three strikeouts as well. Uh, LeMay, he was aging. We forget about that. Like he's a La Machine. It's uh, it's three or four years ago. The guy's 36 years old all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, Donaldson, he's 39 years old as well. So there's some problems there in Yankee land, but they, I shouldn't complain. They're 1-0. But yeah, let's get back to the, 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 the all or nothing mentality that baseball has and the strikeouts. That's the, that's the biggest problem in baseball with the lack of action that happens in a baseball game it's not that the game takes too long it's that nothing happens strikeout after strikeout after strikeout I think Cole struck out eight of the first nine guys or eight of the first nine nine outs of the game he walked the very first guy on four straight pitches and I was down here swearing the very first first pitcher of the game down here at Yankee Tavern North I was getting a little bit rambunctious a little bit revved up but yeah that's the biggest problem that baseball has right right now is is the lack of actual action it's nothing to do with with the the, the, the pace of play it's and it's and that's 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 a major problem and you hear yesterday I was listening to Michael K show on ESPN radio out of New York and they were talking about the the, the uh, how quick the game actually went at two hours and 30 minutes and how the biggest problem for for a lot of people for their game day experience was the concession lines. It might just be because the concession lines and the workers and Michael K made this point that it was the first day for a lot of these people working in these concessions on opening day. So the lineups were a little bit, a uh, little bit lengthy and the like, so you didn't get to, to see a lot of, a lot of the game. There were people who were missing three and four innings of a baseball game. And there was one game, I think it only took two hours and 12 minutes. Uh, Washington, I believe was playing in a two hour, 12 minute game. You go to the concession line in the bathroom and go to the beer line a couple of times, all of a sudden the game's over. Uh, and, you know, you pay, you're paying some pretty good dough to sit in these seats and then the game's going that quick. So I, you wonder if the owners actually thought this through or maybe the owners don't actually care about the fans being in the stadium because, yes, they make some money off concessions. But because they make so much money off of uh, off the, their TV deals, that's where the, the actual importance of the game is. So you, they don't care because you, you notice like when they, they decided to, to, to have the pitch clock to shorten the game time, they didn't change the advertising and the, the time in, in between innings because that's where they make their money is on advertising right so the in-game experience may not matter to the uh to the owners a whole bunch and in, when, when that happens you're going to have fans missing most of the not most of the game but a, a chunk of the game like if you go and get a couple of beers now and then if the vendors don't get to you whatever it may be or you got to go to the bathroom and the lineups are long like they are on opening day things will change because the crowds don't get as big coming coming starting today but you, you wonder why that would be a thing that uh, the, maybe the owners that didn't think that through a whole bunch because the game's over uh, and you you only you got to watch four and a half, five innings because you were you were in concession lines, everything else. So one guy he was saying he's going to change the way he approaches going to a game. He'll go into the park a little bit early and, and make sure he gets his food and gets his peanuts and popcorn and Cracker Jacks or whatever it may be, and then gets to his seat. He probably doesn't uh, hoist that many beers throughout the game or whatever it might be. But you you, you just wonder if the owner thought that through. And another thing, I, I don't understand why baseball does this. Why did they start on a Thursday and then they don't? They had like only like three or four games last night. Like, why not just start on that Friday? Have everybody going throughout the weekend because you, you lose that momentum. We talked about it a little bit on on fourteen twenty show with Dave on Thursday night, but you wonder why the why baseball does this and then the, you you lose a, a complete you lose that momentum where there's no games for so long. Then you have one game, then there's no games again. You, you just wonder why not just play a four game set. 
call it good. Who's it hurting? It's not hurting anybody to have that going on. So why baseball continues to kick itself in the foot by by having these breaks in in, in the in the uh, opening of the season? I, I I will never understand it. And then you're losing sports fans. Like basketball fans, obviously are, are different than 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 baseball fans, and football fans are different. But at the end of the day, a sports fan is a sport fan, and 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 having games tonight um, doesn't make a whole bunch of sense going up against the final four because you're going to lose a lot of eyeballs and earballs when they're people are watching final four basketball because anything playoffs is much more exciting than game two or regular season so why schedule all your games a little bit differently throughout the day have those games yesterday maybe take tonight off and 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 just don't lose any games on uh or, or eyeballs on the saturday night games because i think the basketball games start around four o'clock around here i think it is uh florida atlantic and uh and san diego state that's a big one hey oh Wonder what the over under and the who who knows who's going to win that game? Who cares? But anyways, yeah, baseball continues to find its way to kick itself in the foot. I uh, think about some other things from opening day. A couple more takes. Mets are going to met no matter what. And it's not it's not the Mets' fault on this one, or maybe maybe it is Verlander. He was shut down for the foreseeable future with an injury, and I still don't know what, how to even pronounce what was happening. But it was a shoulder a shoulder issue that he's out for the foreseeable future. Uh, it's nobody's fault except maybe just Father Time has taken over with uh, with uh, with 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 uh, Verlander and he's out for this foreseeable future and the Mets just can't seem to catch a break but maybe it might be a good thing to get a, an older guy a little bit of rest uh, heading into a long season if he misses three or four starts who cares these guys are horses when it comes down to it but it might be something longer term it's something that you got to look at uh, with the Mets pitching staff losing Diaz in, in the closer role and then now down Verlander so there's guys that they give a lot of money to that aren't going to be playing for a little bit uh, another thing I want to take is <clears throat> I put up a poll on Twitter yesterday about uh, Otani, and this has been a, a topic of conversation for a long time. I was, I was half, I'm, uh, I'm half wrong already on my where what's going to happen with the Mets. And I, I said Manny Machado is going to end up there. I said it back in, I think it was December, just a screaming hot take that never really materialized because he signed the, he signed the extension already. So that part of what, what's going to happen. But I also said that Otani is going to end up with the Mets. And I put that out on Twitter yesterday. I said, will Otani end up finishing the season with the Mets? And it was about 60-40 uh, the way that came out that was going to be a no that that Otani will not, sorry, the Angels. He won't finish the season with the Angels. Where, where he's going to go, who knows. But Otani's going to in a situation where he had another great start. Six innings, uh, 10 strikeouts, only gave up two hits. And, of course, the Angels lost to the lowly uh, Oakland A's. It's nice, nice that the Oakland A's win a baseball game. Root, root, root for the home team on opening day. And they got that win for my main man, Nathan Yuan of uh, Belly Up Sports. He was at, I think he went to the game that night too. But he's uh, he's down the San Diego State guy. Uh, not San Diego State, San Jose State, sorry. Uh, you, you wonder what's going to happen there with Otani and with the, the A's. And they just can't seem to do anything. That kind of talent and only uh, and, and lose a game to the A's. You can't do that. And th- that's going to be the thing throughout the season. You're going to see them. They, they might finish 500. Some people have them being a playoff team. I don't. I think that division is too tough. But uh, you have you have the perennial. Well, you have the World Series champion, uh, Houston Astros, and Seattle's an up and coming team that's really good. They were a playoff team last year. I can't see the. Uh, the Angels doing anything. So once again, the Angels are going to Angels and nobody will know who Mike Trout is once again. Uh, the only thing you might know about the Angels this year is this uh, Rendon, I think his name is. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, what the heck's he doing engaging with a, with, with a fan? And the, the, it kind of goes back. We talked about the other, the other the other morning a little bit. We touched on it. Uh, Beal with the Washington, the Washington Wizards engaging with, with, with the fan and, and making contact with a fan. And it's, it's ridiculous to me that these guys are do this and they, and they, they, they engage with these guys. You just walk down the tunnel. The game's over. You won, you lost. Who cares? You, you got some guy who's 20 Michelob Ultra deep, 20 Bud Light deep or whatever it may be, hammered out of his skull, beacon at you when, when the game's over. Who cares, man? This guy, these guys are like, I'm not giving fans carte blanche to say whatever they want because I don't know what the guy said at all. I know the Beal thing was about a, a betting situation, but whatever this guy said to Rendon the other day, who cares? Just keep walking down the aisle and, and you'll never see that person again. If you said something about your mom or your wife or what, who cares what this guy said? Like he's just doing it to, to, to go to you a little bit. And maybe now, now he's going to have a crink neck and he's going to get millions off of you somehow, some way criminal investigation. You'll end up having to give up some money. It doesn't make a bunch of sense to even engage with these guys. And I don't understand why, why the, uh, the players feel the need to do this and why the players feel the need to talk to these guys like, like that. I just don't, I don't understand what the deal is and why they decide to do this on a, on a nightly basis. You see it a lot more throughout sport where, where players feel the need to, to, to converse with, with the crowd and, and then they get a little bit butthurt when they have something that doesn't go their way. Maybe it's just one of these entitlement things when everybody doesn't kiss your ass, everybody doesn't like you, you, you feel the need to, oh, you can't talk to me that way. Yeah, they, 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 they shouldn't, but they, they will. And they paid their ticket just because you pay your ticket doesn't give you carte blanche to say whatever you want. But the thing is, you, these, these players should not be engaging with fans at all. Like you're, you're, you're not above them, but they're, you're in a different stratosphere. And just let, let a fan say what they want. Go down the tunnel. Talk to your guy in, in the locker room after you say, did you hear what that guy said? Have a chuckle about it. Go for dinner afterwards and forget about it till the next day. Baseball's a very long season, and this guy's doing it on game one? Like, what kind of what kind of sensitivity training does this guy need? Or, or get, get like, it's something, whatever it's got to be. But for these guys to be talking at all to fans, it makes zero sense. If a fan says something, say something back, keep walking. Or just nod, smile, and laugh, and keep walking. You'll never see that guy again in your life. He's not coming to your neighborhood. You guys lead different lives. Like I said, that guy's probably how many beer deep already. Just and just let him talk. Just let him talk and walk away. Because as I've said before, and I've said this, I've had this has been a, a a Brent original for a very long time. The best way to avoid a situation is to avoid the situation. And these guys who feel the need to engage and get physical with these. With these, uh, with these uh, fans and these athletes, it doesn't make a bunch of sense because it's, it's it's not a good situation for the rich guy. The rich guy is going to be scrutinized. The rich guy is going to be vilified on TV. There will be people. There will be ambulance chasers. There'll be the whole bit coming at these guys. And after game one, with a team that's going nowhere, this guy should just shut his yap and call it good. Anyways, there's my rant for the day with what goes on in the world of sports and these athletes and entitlement. Uh, anyways, uh, like I said, we have the, the guys from Caldera Lab who uh, are – uh, they're out of uh, Wyoming, I believe they are. Anyways, they're they're uh, thankful to sponsor the 1420 podcast and 1420 in the morning. Anyways, guys, as we get get a little older, our skin doesn't have the youthful exuberance it once had. So Caldera Lab is here to help. We love rising to a challenge just as much as the next guy, but when it comes to taking care of yourself, don't you think it should be easy? Caldera Lab will make your skincare routine as effortless as possible to give you more time to focus on what really matters, living life to the fullest, not agonizing in front of a mirror over the signs of aging. With over 5,000 five-star five reviews and clinical trials showing that 97% of participants reported a visible improvement in the appearance of their skin after using the regimen package for just 60 days, it's safe to say Caldera 
Caldera Lab products work. Caldera Labs is skincare that turns heads with confidence guaranteed. So use promo code 1420LAB and get 20% off their, their skin products today. Caldera Labs, science-backed skincare perfected. That's 1420LAB at Caldera Labs today. I, I made my way through it. That's one of those things. I'll get a little bit better at that read as the, uh, the weeks go on here at Caldera Labs. And thank you very much for them sponsoring our show. Uh, we really appreciate it every time we get a sponsor to help out, to help us do this. Anyways, on this day, I didn't put a video up of this because it was kind of a, a, a different situation. I remember this one vividly as an umpire, but on this day in 1996, Major League Baseball umpire, John McSherry uh, dies on the baseball field with, of a heart attack during the Cincinnati Reds opening day game between the Reds and the Expos. Seven pitches into the game. You remember he was walked out. Uh, he called time. He went. He took a few steps behind the plate and, and collapsed face first. Died at the hospital later on. He was 51 years old at the time of his death. I remember that one vividly. He was a bigger guy, but he had some heart arrhythmia problems and everything else. But yeah, I remember that one vividly back in 96. Uh, it, was, it was a sad day for baseball. It's the way the 51,000 people, the old Riverfront Stadium, and he uh, he was, he passed away right on the field. It's crazy how that happened. And happy birthday to uh, one of the most vicious hockey players ever played the game. Happy birthday to Scott Stevens, who turns 59 years old today. Born on this day in Kitchener, Ontario. Drafted fifth overall by the Washington Capitals in the 1982 entry draft. One of, if not the best open ice hitters in National Hockey League history. Went on to play 22 seasons in the National Hockey League with stops in Washington, St. Louis, New Jersey. Uh, 196 goals, 712 assists, 908 points, a whopping 2,785 penalty minutes, three Stanley Cups with the New Jersey Devils, uh, 13 All-Star Games, and was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2007. Uh, one of the best the best defense to ever play the game, one of the most vicious players to ever play the game. He did things uh, that to, <laughs> that aren't even allowed in the game of hockey anymore. The way he played, he was a warrior out there. There's no doubt about that. I like man, the, the, those hits he had on Korea and Lindros in the playoffs over the years, like basically career-ending hits. The way he would do it and and hunt guys down, it was uh, it was vicious. I'm glad I wasn't part on the uh, the receiving end of those hits. But anyways, happy birthday to Scott Stevens. Anyways, a uh, big day tomorrow in 1420 land. We're gonna have our main man Jim from the Fan in the Van. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. The uh, Fan of the Van podcast, the fourteen twenty podcast. We're going to get together for a much, uh, a much anticipated and far too long uh, collaboration show. The two, the three of us are going to get together early tomorrow, a little earlier tomorrow morning, ten a.m. our time, noon Eastern. It won't be live. We're just going to do it over Zoom. We'll put it up later on. But that's uh, uh, we're really looking forward to a conversation with Jim. For those of you who haven't listened to his show, make sure you give that one a listen. We'll put it up in our in the show link today. But yeah, it's been great uh, once again being on the show with you guys today. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter. We subscribe to our show as that little guy's pointing. If you're watching here on on Facebook Live or, or on uh, YouTube, make sure you uh, hit subscribe because we get to a thousand subscribers and it's a, it's a monetary thing that just helps the show in another way. Anyways, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for making us a part of your day every day here, uh, fourteen. 20 in the morning and we will talk to you guys tomorrow and remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a good day folks we'll talk tomorrow you just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up media network let's get into it the flailing tender hockey podcast is happy to have partnered up with barn burner hockey Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. 
get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barnburner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players by players.